Welcome to Drift Off. I'm your host, Joanne, and you're listening to a bonus episode called The Finished Story by Lucy Maud Montgomery. You can listen to the whole story and other bonus episodes while enjoying intro and ad-free listening by becoming a Drift Off Premium member. Go sign up at driftoff.supercast.com or see the link in the show notes. That's driftoff.supercast.com. Tonight's storytelling is The Finished Story by Lucy Maud Montgomery. A bittersweet love story that shows us when we try to protect a loved one from the pain of loss and heartache, we actually end up hurting them even more. And so as always, my friend, settling comfortably under the covers, Take a full, comfortable breath. And as you exhale, relax and let go. Allow any tension to just melt away. Letting your body sink deeper and deeper down into the softness of your bed. There is nothing else to do and nowhere else to be. So just lay back, relax, and enjoy the story. She always sat in a corner of the west veranda at the hotel, knitting something white and fluffy, or pink and fluffy, or pale blue and fluffy, always fluffy at least, and always dainty. Shawls and scarves and hoods the things were, I believe. When she finished one, she gave it to some girl and began another. Every girl at Harbor Light that summer wore some distracting thing that had been fashioned by Miss Sylvia's slim, tireless white fingers. She was old, with that beautiful, serene old age which is as beautiful in its way as youth. Her girlhood and womanhood must have been very lovely to have ripened into such a beauty of sixty years. It was a surprise to everyone who heard her called Miss Sylvia, She looked so like a woman who ought to have stalwart, grown sons, and dimpled little grandchildren. For the first two days after the arrival at the hotel, she sat in her corner alone. There was always a circle of young people around her. Old folks and middle-aged people would have liked to join it, but Miss Sylvia, while she was gracious to all, let it be distinctly understood that her sympathies were with youth. She sat among the boys and girls, young men and maidens, like a fine white queen. 
Her dress was always the same and somewhat old-fashioned, but nothing else would have suited her half so well. She wore a lace cap on her snowy hair and a heliotrope shawl over her black silk shoulders. She knitted continually and talked a good deal, but listened more. We sat around her at all hours of the day and told her everything. When you were first introduced to her, you called her Miss Stanley Maine. Her endurance of that was limited to 24 hours. Then she begged you to call her Miss Sylvia, and as Miss Sylvia, you spoke and thought of her forevermore. Miss Sylvia liked us all, but I was her favorite. She told us so frankly, and let it be understood, that when I was talking to her, with her heliotrope shawl slipped under one arm, it was a sign that we were not to be interrupted. I was as vain of her favor as any lovelorn suitor whose lady had honored him, not knowing, as I came to know later, the reason for it. Although Miss Sylvia had an unlimited capacity for receiving confidences, she never gave any. We were all sure that there must be some romance in her life, but our efforts to discover it were unsuccessful. Miss Sylvia parried tentative questions so skillfully that we knew she had something to defend. But one evening, when I had known her a month, she told me her story at least what there was to tell of it. The last chapter was missing. We were sitting together on the veranda at sunset. Most of the hotel people had gone for a harbor sail. A few forlorn mortals prowled about the grounds and eyed our corner wistfully, but by the sign of the heliotrope shawl knew it was not for them. I was reading one of my stories to Miss Sylvia, in my own excuse, I must allege that she tempted me to do it. I did not go around with manuscripts under my arm, inflicting them on defenseless females. But Miss Sylvia had discovered that I was a magazine scribbler, and moreover, that I had shut myself up in my room that very morning and perpetrated a short story. Nothing would do but that I read it to her. It was a rather sad little story.